Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the BH Drum Pod presented by bhdrumacademy.com. My name is Ben Hodges. I'm a drummer, I'm a teacher, and I'm a coach. And I, I try to use all of those skills to teach you a lot about drums, whether you're a beginner or just coming back to the drums. Um, I hope that you're going to find something great from not only this podcast, but also my website with tons of stuff there that you can choose to look at. So if you choose um, to find, look for some great drumming resources or some learning how to play drums material, I hope you give it a, a chance. Um, today, on today's BH Drum Pod, we are going to be talking about five things that make a good drummer. And I put in quotations the word good. So five things that make a good drummer. And I put the word good in quotations because I know that there is a level of drumming that lots of people want to get to um, where they are seen as the greatest of all time. <laughs> um, we may think of some of famous drummers like Travis Barker or Neil Peart or Jay Weinberg or uh, Benny Greb um, and tons and tons and tons of iconic drummers that exist out there right now. And, and there's so many to name. Um, but I think this topic really depends on what your definition of the word good is. Is the definition of the word good mean the best? Because though that might be a different conversation. I remember when I was, uh, I was growing up, I had spent a lot of time and probably money going to concerts. I would uh, always go to watch live bands, whether it was in small venues or it was in large stadiums or arenas, I would be infatuated with live music. And every time I was there, I remember so vividly that I would be always staring, <laughs> kind of in a weird way to say this, but I'm always kind of infatuated or been staring at the drummers and watching them play. Only because it's, well, I mean, it's a physical instrument. So you see someone waving their arms in the back. Yeah, your eyes are naturally going to be drawn to them. As a drummer myself, I would always be watching other drummers. And I learn a lot um, by watching other drummers play and watching other musicians play. That's one of my styles of how I like to learn. And lots of people learn from different ways. We learn by doing or seeing or, uh, or even like visually or anything like that. There's lots of ways people can learn. But for me, visually was a way. I would like, I, I would like watching the drummers because... I would be so infatuated with what kind of style they're playing or how they set up their drum kit and how it looks um, or even like how they play certain drum beats of some of my favorite songs. Like I would listen to their favorite song on the radio and I'd be like, I got to figure out how they play that. That sounds so good. And I would watch them play it live and I would be like, oh, so this is how you do it. And, and I would take that home with me and I'd practice it so hard. Um, it was just so inspiring to me to be, uh, to watch these drummers. And it kind of fueled me in order to keep practicing and to get better at the drums. And sometimes after I play a concert from playing live venues, and I would have, often have lots of people come up to me, and a lot of it was my friends and sometimes lots of strangers would come up to me and say, wow, that you did a great job up there, a good job. You're a really good drummer. And I, you know, I'm always 
polite in passing. I said, oh, thank you very much. Sometimes, though, I remember pl- after playing a show, and I would be very hard on myself. I would, I would criticize my own playing. I would be like, oh, I missed this fill up, or oh, I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't feel like I was staying on time at this part, or oh, I really messed this up. And I still have lots of people come up to me and be like, wow, that was a great show. Excellent job. You're a really good drummer. And it kind of turned my mood around, and I, I really appreciated uh, hearing those comments. Uh, but it really got me thinking about what people's definition of is uh, for the word good and is, is in a good drummer. And what kind of things make a good drummer? I've spent a lot of time thinking about this topic, and I've come up with, I think, five things that uh, I, in my opinion, deeply consider what a good drummer is. We are not going to be talking about what makes the best drummer in the world. We're talking about what makes a good drummer. I think that being a good drummer is a reasonable goal for everybody and all drummers. And that is something that I would take pride in and I teach. I want people to be a good drummer. And I mean, I, I may not be the best person to teach to someone to be the best drummer of all time, uh, but I can definitely show people how to be a good drummer. And that's much more important than being the best drummer or being the next of somebody uh, or some or anything like that. You could be the first of your own caliber. So let's start by talking about the five things that make a good drummer. So here are the five things. Um, the very first thing that makes a good drummer is rhythm and timing. A good drummer needs to have basic rhythmic activities while staying in time. So basically, can you play the drums and stay in time at the same time? Drumming is a rhythmic uh, instrument, and the drums are iconic for being known of staying in time and keeping all the other instruments and all the other people in the band on time. There are very few songs that change speeds throughout it. Um, there are a couple known in history um, that, that often do change tempos, um, but for the most part, most songs are played in the same tempo or at the same speed. And it's important that we try not to stray off of that path and to stay in time while we're playing. Timing is everything and a really important concept for all drummers. So learning how to stay on time while playing the drums is an important part of being a good drummer. And when you're practicing this, um, you may, and you watch some of the videos and instructions that I do, I, I talk about counting and I talk about counting skills while you're playing the drums. So, for example, if I was playing a drum beat that was in 4-4 four, four time, it would be counted as 1, 2, 3, 4, 1, 2, 3, 4. And it would kind of repeat itself over and over again. Um, if you're using that in a 8th note pattern, it was 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and 1 and 2 and 3 and 4 and... And if you're playing that in a 16th note pattern, it would be... One e and a two e and a three e and a four e and a, and it would kind of change from time to time. Um, if you're doing triplets, it's one triplet, two triplet, three triplet, four triplet, 
anyways, you'll see I'm counting in a variety of different, uh, different methods. Uh, but counting skills while playing the drums is a good skill to obtain uh, while, uh, while you're practicing and while you're learning the drums. Um, but practicing rhythmic activities, and whether it's counting, whether it's clapping along to some sheet music or some notes that you see, or even clapping or, dan or even dancing to some songs. Dancing is a great uh, ac rhythmic activity that you can do that's gonna, really going to help your drumming as well. So lots of great ideas there, but rhythm and timing are definitely a huge staple of what makes a good drummer. You, uh, good drummers need to have good rhythm and have good timing, okay? You need to really work on that. The second thing that makes a good drummer is technique. Believe it or not, technique. Um, we, of course, uh, we have our hand technique and for specifically how you hold the drumsticks, how the uh, playing motion works, um, how your fingers are supposed to work, how you're supposed to hold the drumsticks, all of those things matter. Um, there is even different types of grips that you can hold the drumsticks with. There is something called an American grip, a German grip, a French grip. And I actually have a great um, free resource, a web YouTube video on how to hold the drumsticks. Um, and they go through each of these grips. So hand technique is a very important part of playing the drums because obviously we use our hands to play. Um, foot technique is also important. Um, how you use the pedals um, and how you're able to get the most sound out of playing your, playing your drums, whether it's your kick drum or hi-hat. Um, other parts for technique include balance between your left and your right side. I remember um, one of my big goals when I was really starting to um, uh, work on getting, getting better at the drums when I was early starting out, I noticed that my right side, my right side was a lot stronger than my left side. It's like my right side knew what to do and my left side kind of felt almost, almost wrong or, or silly or stupid. Like it, it kind of didn't really do what it was supposed to do. So I had to spend a lot of time uh, working on my left hand and my left foot to try and get things to even out so I could play the same, play the drum with even volume, for example. Um, another thing is to work on in terms of techniques is dynamics. So playing louder or playing softer and using those parts uh, appropriately uh, for certain parts of songs. Uh, accenting notes. So um, if you take a, a common, let's say, for example, a paradiddle, for example. A paradiddle is a rudiment that goes right, left, right, right, and then left, right, left, left. Accenting would be taking one of those notes and making it sharper or louder. So for example, it would go right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left, right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left. It would be kind of a way to um, accentuate or put like an explanation point on some notes. And lastly, in terms of technique is independence. It's just kind of a, a, a common, common stereotype about drums is how do you get your hands and your feet to all work together? So that's, there's lots of great drills and exercises that people can do to work on that. So technique is a really important part of how to play the drums. It makes things feel a lot easier, go smoother, um, and it really opens up the door for better playing. So technique is a big part of what makes a good drummer as well. 
Uh, and number three, number three is knowledge of the drums. Do you actually know your instrument? <laughs> Do you know uh, the basic parts of your instrument? Like, what is this called? What is that part called? Like, do you know the names of part of your drums? Uh, do you know some common drumming vocabulary? So if, for example, if I said the word rudiment, would you know what a rudiment is? Um, if I said drum key, do you know what a drum key is? Okay. Um, do, if I said to you an accent, what is an accent? So there's lots of words that go along with drumming and playing, and it would be good for you to be very familiar with those. Um, more knowledge about the drums and other things to consider is tuning. <laughs> this is one I get a lot of questions about, and I, uh, I often really promote practicing the skill of is tuning. How do you make your drums sound really nice? Um, each drum kit is very different on their own and people have their own combinations of drum heads and, and tunings and how tight it goes and so on. But I know drummers who actually rarely tune their drums and it to me, to be honest, it baffles me why people don't tune their drums. It's kind of like tuning a guitar. It's, you know, you'd have to tune the strings to hit certain notes so that when you play the guitar, it makes a beautiful sound. And if the guitar is out of tune, then the, the notes they're playing are not going to sound that great. Same idea with the drums. Drums are meant to sing at certain parts. So there are some, some tuning that has to happen from time to time. Um, so tuning your drums is a great skill to learn. And if you haven't learned how to tune your drums, I suggest you take the time to do it. I have some great videos on bsdrumacademy.com that can really help you with that. Um, basic rudiments. What a rudiment is. A rudiment is like a pattern you play. To be honest, I would, be, I would suggest that if you are to learn, spend a lot of time on certain rudiments. Have you ever seen uh, like you know, uh, Google how much, how many rudiments there are. There's tons of rudiments you can do. And uh, I think there's like over 40 rudiments that people can learn. Do you, every single drummer use every single rudiment? No, absolutely not. Um, but there are ones that get used the most. And I would suggest that you'll be off to a great start if you learn singles, doubles, and paradiddles. And you really focus a lot on those three basic rudiments and you can do a lot and a ton with those rudiments so that's a good a good starting point it'd be also great for you to be able to uh, know how to read drum music or drum notation so you you may be familiar with sheet music there is sheet music for drums so knowing uh, how to read drum music is great because that's going to actually open up a world of knowledge to you um, if when you actually get to see different ideas, uh, or perhaps you take drum lessons, um, they're going to be giving you exercises in drum sheet music, and it will be great for you to be able to understand and read that language, um, the language of reading drum music. So great options there, of, but there's a lot to know about drums. And I think knowing about the instrument itself and even just the basics of how to play um, or like some things that you should work on is a great start. So that's number three, knowledge of the drums. Number four of the five things that make you a good drummer or can make a good drummer is flexibility and creativity. Um, this is like the real 
individualized part of being a good drummer is after taking all of these concepts and all of your drum lessons and doing after all of those exercises is being able to apply it and do it in a practical setting. So let's say, for example, you're having a band practice or you're jamming with some other people. You have someone on the drums, you have someone on guitar, someone on bass, someone singing, you have a variety of different instruments. And you're all just trying to work together and to play some of your favorite songs. Um, there, you're going to have to be able to use the knowledge that you know and about how you're playing the drums or using the drum beats or even making good drum fills to match the style of music that's being played. Or if a musician is going, is doing a certain, another, uh, pardon me, a musician is playing something specific, can you play a good drum beat to that? Um, creating drum beats or different types of grooves to a variety of good music is a very valuable skill uh, for lots and lots of people. And, and I would consider a good skill to be a good drummer. Um, and even creating and incorporating some like some drum fills, just last minute drum fills. They don't have to be so scripted out sometimes. Sometimes you just feel um, like this, this drum fill will work or you improvise right on the spot and you create a really good, simple drum fill that fits the, sh the song and fits the music so well. Um, being flexible, being adaptable and being creative are all very valuable skills for being a good drummer. And lastly, number five is um, what, I said, what I call routines, routines. As a good drummer, or as for a good drummer to do, all drummers, in my opinion, should definitely have some good routines set up for themselves. What routines are we talking about? Well, we have, of course, their practice routine. Even the best drummers in the world still practice. There's a lot of things that they need to work on. And it's not just necessarily um, like certain exercises, but maybe they're, they're learning what songs they have to play or they're trying to create new drum beats or drum grooves and they need practice time in order to do that. So practice routines, meaning they are making time in their busy life for practicing. Also, what things they're doing to warm up with, okay? How do they get ready to perform? Or how do they get ready for the hard work that's about to happen or the hard practice? Having a good warm-up is really, really crucial for drummers, especially because it's a big physical instrument. And uh, warm-up, necessarily with your hands, but getting your brain to kind of talk to your hands and your feet and talk to your body so that it performs exactly when you need it to happen. And one more routine that's I that is definitely essential that all good drummers do is goal setting. Goal setting is understanding what you want your drumming to do for you. What you want your drumming to do for you. So every drummer has a direction in where they want to go. They want to be able to um, see these things happen to fruition. They, they may be, um, even after listening to this podcast, they may be listening to all the things that maybe I recommend of what good drummer should have. And you might be like, Oh, there, yeah, there's a lot of things I can do. And there's a lot of things I, I have been doing, but there's a few things on this list that I maybe could get better at. 
Or maybe you notice in your playing as, oh, this is a bit challenging for me, or I tense up as I about to play this, play this stuff. Um, I should really work on this. And having goals and setting goals for yourself is a really important part of any type of thing that you want to get better at. Okay. Being really specific with your goals and talking and trying to figure out what do you want to get out of your drumming. That's a really important part. All drummers do it. Even I do it. Everybody does goal setting in some sense. Um, but understanding what we're actually specifically working on. We're not just randomly working on things on, on our practices and just like, oh, I feel like doing this today or feel like doing this. Well, the only way to get better at something is we have to be able to practice it and know what we're practicing. So it's a really great uh, idea for all drummers and good drummers to set some goals. And there's some great resources on goal setting that exist out there right now. Uh, on BHM Academy, for example, um, I have a whole video on setting goals. And I actually have like a, a free worksheet that you can work along with and set some goals of your own. Goals are always changing. Once you learn a goal, you might be, okay, I'm done with this. I'm going to go try something else. That always changes with goals. And that's totally okay. Um, but it's always good to have that routine. And routine of constantly changing or changing the finish line of what you want your goals to have. So to sum it up, that's all five things. So to sum it up, the first thing I talked about, five things that make a good drummer. Number one is rhythm and timing. Rhythm and timing, super important and fundamental. Technique, and not just technique with your hands, but with your feet, with the left side and the right side of your body. Uh, in, in, and getting your body to work independently, your arms and feet to work together. Um, number three, knowledge of the drums. Do you know the basics of your drums? Do you know the parts of your drums? Do you know how to tune your drums and how to make it sound good? Do you know some of the basic rudiments? Do you know how to read drum music? Some great things to think about there. Number four is flexibility and creativity, matching other musicians creating drum beats or grooves to a variety of music, and even like creating some drum fills and be able to perform those drum fills quickly and just intuitively, auto almost automatically. And lastly, is your routines, uh, having good practice routines, having good warm-up routines, and also goal-setting routines. So that's what I consider the five things that make a good drummer. Now, the next step after you, after just even listening to this, if someone wants to work on getting better at these five things, after you're listening to this and you're like, well, I want to be a good drummer, and I hope you do, but how, how I want to be a good drummer, what do I do next? Well, a really important part of getting better at it is to have good coaching and to have a good plan of how you're going to be able to achieve these things. If you're listening to this podcast and all these five things and all the things I've talked about, and you're like, I have some things, some gaps, or I'm missing a few things, or I want to be able to learn all these things, then look out, seek out for coaching. There's some great things out there, great resources, whether it's online or in person, there's a variety of things. And I mean, if you choose BH Drum Academy, you'll get all of those things. You'll get access to all the free resources. You'll get access to constant uh, support from me, um, in-person, online lessons, uh, tons of stuff that that's there. This reminds me of a uh, of a quick story. I 
I, as, as you know, I'm a teacher in a high school and um, I'm a physical education teacher. And one of the side gigs I do is I also coach a, a sports team. I coach track and field at our school. And it's a, it's a high school. So it, I'm working with athletes who are uh, maybe 14 to 18 years old. And uh, for the first, first practices that I ever host at the start of a season, I get my athletes to do a variety of different skills. I get them to do some skipping. I get them to do some jogging. I get them to do some hopping or jumping. Um, and I get them to do some sprinting. I do a variety of things. And it's just really a chance for me to get to see what they can do. Um, now, I bring this up because every time, it never fails, every time at the start of every season, as I watch these athletes do a lot of these movements, I get amazed of how different every single person is and what they've learned up until that point. Um, for some athletes who really get it or, have, or are able to perform these skills quite well or have good form and good technique, um, it's quite obvious to them that perhaps they have been in the sport before and they've done it for many, uh, many times or they've had somewhat uh, a good teaching, or they've actually paid attention to learning the skills in physical education. And then we've had some athletes who are not very skilled or are just learning how to move their bodies, especially at that age, they're growing. And they've never really had anybody who stops and corrects them or coaches them on how to move their body. And they learn just how to move their body by playing or just playing on their own from whether it's playing on the playground or playing sports or playing in phys ed class. But sometimes they don't have the appropriate coaching that helps them get better. And so that kind of same concept happens with drumming. Um, you have some people who just try drums and do their best they possibly can and use it as kind of a hobby, but they don't spend a lot of time having a good program or a good customized routine that is going to help them go to the next level. And um, that's a really important step. If anyone wants to get better is to be able to have good coaching and good programming. It makes things go so much faster, way faster results. I know there are some people, there are people who do the self, who be like to be self-taught, for example, and my, me, myself, I was a self-taught drummer. And it took me so far, but it took me to a point where I got stuck and I couldn't learn anymore because I didn't have the right information or I didn't have the right coaching or program that helped me get uh, better or to the place I want to be as a drummer. So I started to reach out and, uh, you know, start to look at other people's drum lessons or do in-person drum lessons or talk to other musicians and through of all these variety experiences, it kind of transformed me into being a, what I consider to myself, a good drummer. And that is an important part of how to get better. So after listening to all this podcast and listening to all the things that, that I mentioned about how to be a good drummer, I want you to take away today that um, if someone wanted to get better at, being, at playing the drums and to be a good drummer, it does start with good coaching. And it does start with making sure that you have a good customized plan and good goals that are reasonable, realistic, and totally doable. 
And so I highly recommend you check out BH Drum Academy uh, for a ton of free resources that can you can teach you more about drums. It can teach you how to make your drums sound good. It can teach you how to play them. Um, and I really want you to investigate even just asking questions. Um, you, if you have a customized question or a question that's uh, very specific, you feel free to message me. I would love to nerd out with you and, and talk about the drums. That's one of my favorite things to do of all time. Uh, so I highly recommend you check it out and, uh, and work towards this, this good goal of drumming. And I, I will be there for you. Um, you can totally do this. Uh, you can all work to, you can work towards getting, be a good drummer. So I hope this has been helpful. Thank you very much uh, to everybody who's listening. And um, if you have any questions, please reach out. Um, bhdrumacademy.com. I, of course, am on Instagram on at bhdrumacademy. Um, and I, of course, have an email. You can email me at uh, bhdrumacademy at outlook.com. Once again, it's bhdrumacademy at outlook.com. Okay, love, love to chat to you. Uh, and, but until next time, friends, get playing those drums. Talk to you soon. Yeah.